0: Welcome back to the Namra podcast. It's me, Taylor, Russ, Sahil, and today we're gonna talk about persona sheets and ideal target avatars. This is a great topic for anyone who's got their logo, they have their branding, they have their website, and they're ready to start taking on social media marketing. Um, You're looking to create content, you're ready to do advertising, but you don't really know where to start because you don't have a background in marketing and you don't know where to take the technical marketing side of things. Um, things like outlining a ideal client, not really sure exactly what kind
1: of content to put out there. This podcast is going to be for you, right? Mm. Yeah. I mean, the persona sheet is really like ground zero for all of the strategy moving forward, you know, so processing this information upfront, deciding who you are, what your audience is going to be, that's the foundation of everything, right? So exactly. Let's. And
0: that's kind of why we came up with this thing, because when we get started with our clients and getting launched with our clients, they're an expert in their business and they expect us to be an expert in their business as well. So how do you do that with, through a marketing lens? And we basically created a, a worksheet of, you know, a one pager, if you will, or a PDF of just basically, basic ways to walk you through, um, who, you know, what you do, who you're looking to reach and how you can put out content. So this PDF, which if you're interested in it, we can send it to you and you can use it on your own even if you don't work with us, but for all of our clients we this is something we do for them right Pretty when much we get day started one, part yeah. of the launch day. So Sahil, can you talk to me a little bit about why we do this, what it, or let's talk about what it is in general and kind of walk us through kind of an outline of it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, I think a lot of it is in the name, right? It's a persona sheet. Yeah, like, and I'll what, just
0: bring it up on the board right here so we can, we can see it.
2: So to start it off, we can talk about well, what is a persona, right? And the way I like to think about it is, it's it's almost like a fiction. It's like a fictional character that you make uh, of a specific cu- like customer segment for your business, right? And what this helps you do is it helps you differentiate who your specific consumers are, and later on, it helps you build the strategies to retain them also, and that serves as. The foundation of what builds a persona sheet. You're trying to answer questions such as the demographics, like what what are these people's lifestyles, personalities, what are their pain points? Super and, specific. Yeah, and, I was going to say it goes exactly. back to
1: being specific. You don't want to just say I'm looking for everybody from ages 20 to 40 in Massachusetts. You want to define who that person is, what they care about, and that's what the sheets for. Exactly.
0: And and so to kind of uh, reiterate that ideal, you know, we call it a persona sheet. It can also be known as like an ideal client avatar, things like that. There are a lot lot of different buzzwords out there none of them matter the goal is getting very hyper specific on who you want to talk to and who they actually are so as you can see here on the persona sheet it has things like title age position salary interests and you might say why why the hell does that matter who cares if they have a dog or not so does anyone who wants to answer that like why it matters to be specific in this
1: I mean everything matters when it comes to defining like who the person is it's like context to it like it's d- not to say we're gonna say hey do you have a dog then this is for you and if you don't it's this the subtle for things you. it's like maybe there always there's gonna be a graphic where there's a little family in the background with a puppy or like and it could be a the, the subtle backdrop of a of a future graphic but it's just good to have all of that stuff in mind
2: yeah definitely i mean if if you are not specific about who your customer is going to be right you don't just have like infinite customers. Like you have a customer that's right for your product, right for your service. It's not, you know, like people just don't buy just for the sake of buying. Like they're buying because they either resonate, you're solving a pain point, you're doing it in a specific way that's right for them. And you have to build who who that person is when you're starting out. Uh, so it not only helps you, you know, design the content plan and stuff later on, but it helps you just map out your your. Buyer's journey. Yeah, if you don't know who that person is, or or their lifestyle, or their personality, their demographics, like you don't even know the journey that they're going to be following to even kind of you know touch your Interact brand. With you. and yeah. So how
1: can you provide them value? If you That's exactly. What I was going to say is it goes back to we're trying to make valuable posts, add adding value so we gain followers and so on. So yeah, and, and how can and, you add value to someone you don't know?
2: And, and this might seem like something that's very,
1: oh well, I, I you know, I, I already knew that, you know, like I, I know
2: who my customer is, but like how how many of you have actually taken the time to get this specific into it? Like mapping out, you know this ideal customer's entire journey? Not many people do that, and that's where you that's where you lose some of that retention because you might be hitting the goal of of differentiation. You might know, okay, this is my customer. Like I, I know what I provide. This is how I do it. This is what makes me different from my competitors. So okay, cool. You might have the differentiation piece down, but how come you're not retaining as much? Right? Why aren't they coming back? You're providing maybe value they don't. give you, a you shit might, about. Yeah, you might. It all comes down to being and then able you get better
1: communicate with these people. So if you're not seeing the a the right people come through the door, you're probably not being specific enough. But b if they're not interacting with you in the way that you want them to interact with you you're just not being specific enough in your communications because you don't know them well enough.
2: Yeah. yeah, you're forgetting both are equally important finding new customers but also retaining those customers. Like you don't want to be stuck in the loop of just the half because now you're constantly, you know, that's what leads you later on to waste ad spend and waste, you know, you know plenty of dollars on on finding like the issue when the issue itself was you just never started from the grassroots of like who is that person that you're trying to um, you know, pick up as a customer, and, and what is their journey as they as they deal with your business?
0: And you said something really important there. You do you know who your target customer is? Do you know who they are? Not do you think you know? And I see this all the time. It's okay. This is supposed to be. It's very simple. Like it's a simple sheet, but most but people have never. It, but it's not of it easy. Before. It's yeah. not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. And what I mean by that is, there's a lot of people who need to step outside of their business and like get rid of a lot of the assumptions they're already making
1: yep. prior uh, pr- biases are it, huge. exactly you need oh, to step out
0: and, and relook at this thing because I've, I've talked to a few business owners who have been doing it for 20 30 years and they think they know but when we actually t- pushed a little bit back on them and said okay why do you think this they're like well that's just what I think and a perfect example was a moving and storage company been doing it forever they thought that that the, the ideal client, the person they're talking to was a middle-aged man who was making the decisions. Well, what we did is we went onto their website, and I think I've talked about this before. The insights showed that 80% of their traffic on social media and their website or 75% of their traffic was actually younger females. So it's like, oh, it's not the men making the decisions. So if you were building a marketing plan based off a false assumption you're screwed. You're going to be totally off.
1: Your commercials are wrong and targeted towards the wrong people.
0: And that doesn't mean that marketing won't work at all, but it's definitely suboptimal. So we want to be operating from a place of primary good assumptions
1: and Mm. and things that we... Well, what he said is perfect. Eliminating waste. like That's what we're all about is trying to make the most out of our clients, often limited budgets. And we're here for that. That's what we do best as consultants. And putting this persona sheet in place prior to running ads saves you a hell of a lot of dollars that you would normally spend casting a wide net, slowly learning over time through spending money on ads, who's actually listening. Yep. Probably get to the same result, but we're going to save you six months of wasting money on ads to learn that because we just put a few extra time in to talk to you up front, really understand you and go yeah. from there.
0: I think that a lot of times when we're talking about social media to people, um, whether it's putting out you know, documenting content on stories or just getting posts out there when you're at starting from zero, it's okay to have the ready fire aim mentality. But when you're actually talking about building out a campaign, actually running ads, right. it has to be ready aim fire to yeah. make sure you're not wasting. Yeah. And then, um, one other piece to this before we move on is a lot of people out there are like, well, I have like different clients. Like, I like some of my clients look very, very different. And that's why we can like there's persona one and then persona two, multiple avatars. And you should have multiple messages. You shouldn't be messaging every single client the same way. A perfect example of this might be in real estate. Your FHA borrowers are going to be very, very different than maybe your larger portfolio investors and lenders and things like that. Those two people are totally different. So we should have a different messaging for both, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're not able to distinguish who your customers are, you know, if uh, how many times do we ask, like, who who is your ideal client? And like, it's just one answer. Yep. Like, that's incorrect. Right? Yeah, there's in there's multiple there's within a
1: primary, that. a secondary, tertiary. Unless you sell exactly. one flavor of cupcakes and that's it. Right. Exactly.
2: It's it's there's it's, there's so much dis, distinguishing factors within your base that you truly don't realize until you take the time to really, you know, build out the sheet. It's, it's not going to only help you answer, you know, okay, who's your target and and what's their pain point. But again, it helps you map out that specific person's whole journey. Mm -hmm. Why does that matter? Well, if you put themselves, uh, you know, if you put yourself in their shoes and you go through what that specific customer is going to go through the process, of, uh, and, and, you know, their interaction of working with you, it helps you identify the touch points. It helps you identify, you know, what it is that specific person is going to want. And you can fix things within those touch points because let's say you are not strong in, in one particular thing. You might be able to recover mm-hmm. later on yeah, d- during another like interaction.
1: Bugs on your website. So that's, yeah, yeah,
2: you need as many of those as possible because that's where the retention comes in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and we can go, you know, into that as you continue. Yeah.
0: And so now, all right. So we have the persona laid out. We have two or three really good personas drawn out the next step, right? The next step is addressing pain points. So do you want to talk a little bit about what they are, why they matter?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when, when I think of pain points and, and you guys can elaborate on this is why, why does this person need what it is that you do? what like what's is it something that's impacting their lifestyle is it you know j- just like a regular inconvenience day to day like what what is making this person even search for something yep
1: that yeah. that a can, service can or commodity what are, what are you to them exactly. exactly
2: and and that's different for again every single customer and that's why you need to branch out every person is different based on these demographics the lifestyles the personalities that that you're building off of and and what is the expectation behind that OK, well, if they are, you know, if, if they're fighting with one particular pain point, well, what's going to be the solution behind that? And what's going to be their expectation that leads them to actually make that purchase or, or go through with it? Uh, because the pain point is one thing, but what are they expecting in, in return of that pain point is the second thing.
0: That's right. And at the end of the day, any customer behavior, any customer buying decision is we have to assume built on some kind of pain point. If you want food it's cuz you're hungry. Right. What else? How can right. we go through 1 to 3? I I always put just 1 to 3. There could be 10. There could be two different major pain points. And rank order these, you know? Yeah, what's that's the, the biggest thing,
1: thing is just yeah, if if there's 10, you want to come up with what's the top 3 so yeah. that we can make marketing content around that.
0: Exactly. So in every once in a while you can talk about pain points and solve pain points 9 and 10, but primarily it should be usually an 80-20 mm-hmm. rule. Yeah. 80% and That's the whole point be, is we're
1: building the whole strategy. It's what what percentage of our focus are we going to put into this messaging and talking to this person about this? And that's the whole game. Exactly.
2: And it's like, it helps you find people of similar behavior as well. What, when you do that, right? Because others are going to have a similar pain point unless you started a business with the literally the one person (laughs) that, you know, but it's like others are also going to fit that. Uh, So that that's what it also helps you build on because if, you know, you have one person, you've identified the pain point so clearly you're going to be able to scale that later on to, you know, you you, you can build a base off of that. So that's why identifying those is, is key. And that goes on. to the
0: next point, which is the solutions, right? And so if you really have outlined the persona properly and you've really narrowed in on a, a, a pretty much all of the major pain points, you've rank ordered them, then go down to the solutions. How are you going to fix that? And how is your product or service, the thing that you're selling them or whatever, going to fix it and going to make, like, make their life better. Right. So that's the next part is how can we actually solve it and being really specific about these things is also great. Why we're better. Yep. Exactly. Um, you know, what is that thing? And it's not, and I, I really try to encourage people to stay away from, well, we try harder or we give the best service in general. What, no, no, no. What does that mean? Is, you know, if you're a mortgage company and you give the best service, how, Tell me specifically our process. Well, that's not good enough. What is your process? Right. Show me how, and tell me how. Make me feel how your process is actually going to be better. Yeah. People are smarter than you th- like think in that yeah. kind of. You well, like, oh, not be vague.
1: You just can't be super vague. It's yep. tell me. Yeah, show your work. Tell me what you're doing. That's better.
0: Correct. Exactly. Um, and then, so once you have those solutions, so that's it. Persona. You have your pain points, and then you have your solutions, and then basically this is two pages. Okay. Once you have those pain points very simple. You've already figured out how you solve them. Turn that into content. What does that mean? Very simple. You can create a video, you can create a photo, a graphic, or write some kind of article. Those are your options. So how can you convey this pain point solution in some form of video content, photo, graphic content, or whatever it is, right? Um, any, any ideas on like how to best do this or something along those lines where people get hung up on maybe regularly?
2: I think one thing I've noticed is more internal as well, because when, when you're branching this out, you should be like taking a very detached, you know, view of your business and you should be answering these questions very honestly. Um, You know, if you've identified the persona, you've identified the pain points. Now, as you move on to these next steps, you should also be asking, well, what are some of the reasons why they may be choosing a competitor? Mm -hmm. Are, are they beating you at some part of, you know, like the pretty much like the buyer journey? Are, are they beating you in, in, you know, like the follow up? Are they beating you experience wise? Are there solutions a little bit better? So you have to compete on something else, which you will elaborate through content on, because you have to be honest with yourself. You can't just be, oh, well, we're the best of the best. I mean, we have the best service, the best people, the best. I mean, everyone says that, but if you can find what it is about your solution, that's truly the best, Mm -hmm. then you can emphasize on that one point and build off of that because then you will connect
0: with people.
1: I like your strengths. Yeah. And that almost touches on authenticity too. It's like, you can't just put out vague buzzwords and expect people to take you seriously. We like, don't believe Be you. smarter than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put, be specific. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it, like, as you get into, you know, these next steps, like definitely be authentic and understand what are, you know, even your pain points, like, where are you weak on? What are your strengths? And then go on to these and talk about, you know, your strengths and, and how you kind of compete within that market through content.
1: Yeah, exactly. Through so this process too, you learn about, your business. Yeah, you You, do. You're forced to audit yourself, your processes. And some people say, you know what, we're not that much better in these areas. we need to kind of work on that because that's a huge part of it. Maybe our customer service isn't that good. The person who answers the phone when you finally get the call through great marketing is kind of (laughs) rude. And you uncover these things by doing it right and thinking about how people interact with your business. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Doing this stage right helps you stay relevant in your marketplace. Yeah, it's um, how do you stay relevant? Well, okay, let, let's say someone else is in that same marketplace. Maybe they're doing what it is that you do at scale. Well, okay, maybe you might not be able to compete with the scale, but can you compete with the personalized experience each single customer that comes in through your door has? Okay, well, let's maybe focus on that. How do you write that? Thing? that yeah. That's maybe something you might be doing best. Uh, but you are not emphasizing because you're just trying to say, oh, well, well, we can do what that guy does. We can do what that guy does. You know, it's no, no, like focus on the experience. Yeah. And that's going to go back to the persona. Maybe you, your customer is that person that wants a very tailored, personalized, over communicative, you know, process once they're talking to someone and that's not going to be the right customer for that guy who has this, you know, like the economy of scale and, and, and just a massive company already. But, you might be able to now build your own base. Mm-hmm. Later on, you can always branch out, add more services, add more range, you know, but it's um, that, that's why that's so important. It's going to help you stay relevant to your specific consumer base. Correct. Um, and and you can always build off of that.
0: And to those people who, if you want to back up a little bit and say like, okay, well, I, I really don't know how, like, I don't know which like clients are best for me. I don't know which clients are, like you really will be able to answer that if you just look back at your, past 10, 50 deals. Okay. And say, okay, which ones felt like they were the easiest to go through the our sales cycle or which ones were like the easiest to convert? Which ones went the most smoothly? Yeah. Which ones made me the most money? That's okay to say yeah. that. Yeah. And then do, and then mimic, the, okay, what's the common thread between all those really good deals? Mm-hmm. That could be your persona. That could be someone you want to start talking to more. Don't be afraid to take those layups. You know, a lot of times you, we try to sell people or market to people that aren't interested. That's not a good idea yeah. or there's that enough you people don't that necessarily
1: are. want like that yeah. one job that you just weren't pumped about but you made a lot of money it's like maybe that you, that's not the thing you want to market towards exactly you know like yeah exactly you make hit, your hit life NL better
0: long term there yeah. and um, so to, to build off that when we're talking about building out content and how do we come up with content ideas some of those things um, that are super valuable on the organic side that we always suggest doing especially for local businesses um, especially for local businesses cross promotion who are those people in your sphere of influence that have already been passing you the most business? Or maybe who are the thought leaders and people that your target persona trust and will respect their, their like talking points or whatever they say, network with those people, just like you would in real life, get them, get them in front of content, share their content, do a cross promotional video, you know, tag them and stuff, whatever that might be. That's a great way to expand your following and garner attention from the right people. And also it's going to be, um, people are going to take that, that information, uh, a little bit more heavily than if you were just saying it in general. It's networking. It's just
1: like before the internet networking, this is just social networking. That's exactly
0: right. Um, anything else you want to talk about on this? I feel like that kind of covers it. Um, for the persona sheet, you know, that's really it. Yeah. Do that, refine, make sure you actually know, not, you know, you think you know.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the last thing I would add is
1: um, revise and do this often. Yeah. You have know, people every, cross-check yeah. it too. Have somebody outside of your business cross-check it because that's huge. Yeah. That's I, the outside perspective yeah. where you employees. remove your biases. Yeah. Employees are great if you can have them look at it.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah you know, keep testing and just keep revising it often. I, I promise, like, every time you do take the time to go through it, you will learn something new about your business or something that you hadn't thought about before, and it's going to lead to the next light bulb moment. Hey, like, th- this is our strength. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, or, or you know, like, hey, let's maybe try this next because, you know, times have changed and maybe our our customers different now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do it often, you yeah. know, yeah.
0: And so the last thing to just kind of do a recap, because we didn't even really, we kind of glossed over the fact that the reason, one big reason we love this is because it can give you content for like an entire year, if done properly and filled out properly. The biggest thing we hear all the time is, I don't really know what to post. I don't know what to talk about. Well, if you start with just one persona, so I'll walk through the sheet here, start with your one ideal avatar. Okay. You outline three major pain points. If you can take those three pain points and solve them in three different ways, you have nine different solutions. If you can make one piece or uh, three pieces of content for each one of those pain point solutions, you have content for six months to a year if you're doing it right. And you can make four pieces of content out of every pain yeah. point and then scale that out. Now you have a content calendar. Okay. Now do it for another persona. Right. Right mix jumble those up in, in order and now you have a whole content playlist for the entire year of valuable content that actually resonates with your audience and that is how you come up with a content calendar not just what do you want to talk about today right. That's it. not
1: just yeah anything like a post.
2: relevant content yeah. calendar
1: exactly which is gonna and if you, you have in a, in a
2: relevant approaches. content calendar then you will stay relevant in your marketplace yep without a doubt
0: end yeah. it right there yeah i think end it all right. Thanks, Thanks, guys. guys. If you have any questions on uh, social media marketing, the persona sheet in general, hit us up. We'll help you out.